All subject matter in the preceding podcast is entirely alleged and not admissible in a court of law. A recklessly minimal effort has been taken to change the names and details of any guilty parties. And just in case you right bastards get any ideas, the hosts of this podcast are notorious and well-documented liars with no legally admissible credibility. This is Mama C, and you're listening to Notes from the Pin Podcast. Welcome to prison, bitch. Oh, oh. language. I have to talk to her about and greetings from the prison industrial complex. You're listening to the Notes from the Pen podcast, and I am the captain of your wayward vessel, this ghost ship. I'm Freddie Schnertz, El Capitan. Mm. And of mm. course, in the boat wake with me, in the whitewash, I have your favorite convict and mine, Chino. What's up, Bobby? Hey, how's it going? Seems like it's been a while since we've uh, done one of these. Not not including the fact uh, that we just literally just did one, but it does feel like you know sometimes we'll get in a rhythm where we're doing a boom 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 back to back to back, and then sometimes we'll have a stretch or two where uh, here and there we'll go for a while. So uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be here. Yeah, and that Without was out. just a uh, <laughs> a little prequel. It only took a you know it's what a full show by any means, uh, a mm. call and a half, twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Yeah. Oh, shit, this is where I'm uh, supposed to be drinking beer, and I'm supposed to be telling everybody, hey, we have uh, a great show planned today. Uh, we don't really know exactly which way the ship is going uh, today, but we've got some some news and announcements. We have some more uh, viewer messages, some audio to play. I have a listener question from Mitch, our friend, and uh, there's something else you wanted to touch on, wasn't there, Bobby? Yeah, I don't know if that's a setup or a genuine, uh, I can't remember question. Um, yeah, there, I mean, there was a couple things I wanted to touch on. Mainly little kids. No, what if that's how I just started? <laughs> Speaking of the subject, I'm tired of these child molesters getting a bad rap. No, but um, that actually, that actually, I didn't mean that to go that way. That actually was something we were kind of, <laughs> let, let me explain. We weren't really talking about that. But uh, we were talking about uh, the nature versus nurture aspect of, uh, of people, and um, especially in prison, the resulting crimes. And, and whatnot. Now, before we get to that, though, we've got some updates, as you said, and uh, Mama C has uh, managed to endeavor to do a little uh, do a little side hustle and um, get some shirts made, some NFTP gear. And I know you guys are probably tired of hearing about it. It's been going on forever. We had to switch uh, vendors or, or the, the, the the company that was making them. We had to switch, and we're working out the logistics. You know, uh, old Stanhope's guy, Shaley, and his old lady are, are currently probably right this very moment helping Mama C with the, with the shipping and trying to find the cheapest way to do all that stuff. But uh, she should pick her shirts up today, and... Um, by the time this one's coming out, he's the light of day. We should, uh, you guys should already be able to uh, find them and, and uh, maybe even have one on the way. So uh, I'm excited about that. And in a way that I didn't really think I would be for her and uh, the brand, if you will. Thoughts? Yeah, I didn't have a whole lot to do with them. Uh, I did help out with the color. But then when I think deep about it, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm the one that decided we weren't going to go with the double cotton style husky tee. And this could be completely the Floridian in me. 
Like, I, the, those heavier T-shirts, I don't own one. Like, get them the fuck. I don't want anything to do with them. This, but mm. if you live up north or if you're in Europe or, if, you know, I, yeah. it might be more comfortable in colder zones. So I did have something to do with trying to make them uh, kind of like a lightweight T-shirt, something that um, – I don't know that you would that you would feel comfortable to wear to sleep or to work out in or I, yeah so if that comes back to bite us in the ass and the quality sucks that's probably on Freddie. Well, I think uh, I don't even know where we ended up landing now that they got switched to we had to switch to a different thing so I guess that'll be it. Oh, if they come back double up. cotton tee, I will. I I'm mailing. I'm going to wipe my ass with it and mail it back. Well, hold on. Let's just in case they do. Those are also very. Uh, uh, Great for the people in the Midwest to keep you warm. I actually have both of those types of shirts when they issue state shirts, and uh, I sleep in the. I have the, the one blue state shirt that you get from Level Five that's just been washed so many times. It's like you can hold it up to the light and it's see through. I love so, those. Those are my favorite shirts. But I can't when I'm like going out to the to the yard and stuff. Unless it's the summertime, it's nice. It's basically not a shirt at all. So I got to grab one of the the actual tea crispy t shirts that hang it a little heavier and, and drop that on. Um, I don't know how much we talked about it, but we got, we're doing, she's doing the MDOC colors, um, dark blue with orange print, uh, handcuff, the handcuff plus microphone equation under the NFTP logo. And, um, yeah, stoked about it. It'd be cool for her to send pictures. And what we want, this is what we want to do. I wrote a little intro thing. Um, the swarthy one sponsored the stickers, so people are going to get you know four or five stickers in each one. And in it, I ask, and I can go ahead and ask now, for anyone who gets some of the gear, I would love to. We'll figure out where they're going to, you know, take take pictures wearing NFTP gear and either uh, just a novel setting poses, whatever it is. And uh, I think that'd be cool. And we'll put them up on uh, Instagram or Twitter or the website. Um, I'm not telling anybody that they should do this. But if you wanted to be creative and you had an NFTP sticker and it it ended up, you know, on like a certain type of car, you know, that might have sirens or it might not. uh, And then you snapped a pic. um, You would you would race to the top of our favorites. That would be that would be strong. I'm just. I'm not yeah. saying do this. I'm just saying it would be creative if someone did. That's it. Uh, you know, I'm not yeah. encouraging or discouraging. I'm just. I'm not, saying. Even, I'm not even touching it now. Who's the pussy? It is me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. This wow. is just another level of the, uh, uh, another level of you know uh, interaction with this whole circle of degenerates we got here going and excited about it. So yeah. So look forward to that. It's actually. You know, bar any natural disaster like a global-wide pandemic or, you know, engine uh, plane parts falling out of the sky, we should be good because those things have never happened. And, um, yeah, another thing, well, let's go ahead and, and talk about this. You said we've mentioned it on something that we've published before. On, an idea where that stems from, brilliant, as soon as you told me about it, I was like, brilliant. The idea that this show's progressed so much as far as, the intro, the, the sound quality, the format, all that stuff, that there's a little insecurity that the captain pointed out, which then became my insecurity, or just 
you know, in the back of your head that when someone starts, a lot of people start at the very first episode and, and as a way to say like, Oh, I hope they stick around for the, the upward swing, the progression. It'd be nice to have a little like greatest hits type sample that goes through the, the trajectory the hits the milestones. And we can figure out if we can figure it out how to place it at the beginning. So it starts out, you know, as basically a stay tuned thing. Well, we figured that out now. And, uh, I think that that should we should get that done at some point soon, upcoming. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take editing and all this stuff. We figured I thought it'd be a good idea to have the usual suspects, the the the, the pebbles who are interactive, who are always out there, and even anyone who hasn't reached out yet that wants to. If you want to go back and find an episode in a certain segment or bit, one or two that you is is one of your favorite ones or thought um, highlighted the first time we met Joe or the first. You know, you brought up a good one about when the mixer got delivered and, um, you know, you'd have to include the, the episode number and then a little close reference to the timestamp where it was in, the, in your favorite episode or, or you thought something that was should be in there. That'd be cool to uh, to reach out on Twitter or to the captain and, you know, the editing process will be helped along. You will all be producers in this one. You guys get to give us perspective that we might be blind to because we're so close to it there's some things that stand out to me but when i go back and listen to episodes to search for stuff i'm like oh shit yeah but where do i cut it off oh do i i mean it's kind of hard and it's and it's also you know like oh i'm trying to make uh, i'm trying to make potential you know listeners keep listening so i would like to showcase you know how we came up with the term viewers and and fuck around Joe being a complete dum-dums thinking that people view podcasts. Or, uh, like you said, the mixer. Or, you know what, uh, pulling something out of episode 51 where I'm tripping on the chocolate bar and we're talking. You know, uh, probably not the beginning. Remember we play that in chronologically backwards order? So, like, probably something yeah. from the very end where I'm afraid of the cat and the cat's looking at me, but for whatever reason I can't stop giggling. And then you're clowning the whole time. And uh, I don't know, something, stuff like that. Uh but there's so much. They, there's got to be like seminal moments that people are like, "Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that made me laugh." Or, "Oh, that's scary as shit." Oh, I can't believe Bobby has to go through that. You know, uh, I was crying. One of the fifteen hundred times I cried <laughs> on an on, uh, on episode. I should put those on the board. That should be a drop every time you say something that you know, I find. You know, <laughs> Uh, but the idea that the viewers were, were going to probably have a perspective about it that we go, oh shit, I forgot all about that. Yeah, okay, you know exactly. who'd be great for it? Cousin Greg, cousin Greg, cousin Greg, get on it. Um, you, the rest of you guys, uh, Zoop, Talker, AB, Ashley Bell, Giant, uh, DB, uh, our Irish friend, the Jerbs. Yeah, so. Uh, not Mitch. Mitch, you stay the fuck out of it. If you know it's good for you, stay the fuck out of it. Mitch had a good question the other day that he sent to Mama C, uh, and she sent it to me, and off the top of my head, <clears throat> Freddie doesn't get as many questions because people can just reach out to me on Twitter and, you know, ask and I answer. But uh, he wanted to know what type of blunt wraps I like to use. And he, he think, I think he couched it as, uh, do you use Phillies or... Swishers or something to that effect, and uh, I, you know, I'm going to just be completely honest here, warts and all. 
I don't smoke a lot of blunts. Uh, usually, I'm just uh, take a my little hash pipe and take a few tokes off of it. But a lot of times, if I get a, a if I get like a, a big batch of some funky weed, uh, I'll be like, "Oh shit, let's roll a blunt." And uh, I typically like I, I they don't have them at my my normal beer store anymore. But uh, Bobby, you're aware that you don't just have to tear apart a cigar anymore to roll a blunt. Yeah. Right. So they'll just sell straight those, those, blunt wraps, and you don't have to get rid of the blunt guts. Yeah, they were out there when I was out yeah, there. Uh, they should have been. Yeah. Our, our buddy Patty was like real big into it. I would still usually like get the Garcia bag if I wanted to be fancy and take actual leaf off, split it, and roll, or just you know a white owl or Philly. I kind of got away from blunts, and it doesn't surprise me that you're not a really uh, a, a blunt smoker. Usually, as you get older, you kind of dip away from that. Like, let's do that fucking. Let me smoke fifteen grams all at once. Uh, and first of all, that's first of all. Second of all, smoking blunts is kind of like a social thing, and uh, we right. all know the caps. Right. Home. I I smoke a when I'm playing disc golf. There's a there's a couple. Yeah. Of there's there's one dude in particular that uh, always has blunts, and I'm and I, so I like I don't like you know being a mooch, and I don't want to smoke all his shit all the time. So like uh, before he gets there, I'll start breaking it up, and I'll and I'm like, okay, yeah, oh shit, he pulled in early. Oh, he's already here. Uh, and then he'll come over and he'll be like, "What are you doing? You don't need to do all that. Watch this." Splits the blunt, the, the like a cigar, like a regular cigar. I, th- I think he does uh, grape white owls. Uh, splits it with his thumbs, dink dink dink. Throws out the blunt guts and then just loads in buds. You have one minute remaining. I'm like, "What are you doing? That's never going to smoke." Hey, look, no, I'm sorry. He cut off. Loads in what? Loads in like nuggets. Like just flour. Just, oh, without it being broken up. Right. I mean, he breaks it up a tiny wow. bit, but not at all. Like, yeah. uh, you know, one tenth of the time it would take me to do that. And then he rolls a perfect yeah, baseball bat, and uh, it burns forever, and it's real communal. We can pass it around and uh, do the COVID challenge. Oh man, I love it. Yeah. So <sighs> that, that works out good. But if I were to, if I were to pick a favorite when I do go to the beer store and they do have my brand, uh, Zigzag now makes them, and they have a flavor called Dragonberry. And I don't know for. For the 420 crowd, that's where the captain's at. There's uh, there's so there's been so many technological advances in, in the THC realm. When I was out there, the the closest we came to vaporizers, and we were kind of new. I mean, we were like one of the only people doing it. Was like the little little um, ganju box. This call is from a correction facility and is subject to monitoring and recording. Thank you for using GTL. Yeah, so we'd have uh, those little guns that you would shrink wrap plastic stuff. I guess that's what they were designed for, and it'd fit over the bowl, and you'd it'd be plugged in, and you'd go, and you'd hit it, and there wouldn't be any smoke, but it'd make you cough a bunch, and then the little nugs in the bowl would still have a little green tint to them, but they were kind of like ash, and we thought we were uh, the cutting edge. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're skipping over our old-school vaporizers, and I know there's somebody out there that's done this, and Chino and I have done this quite a few times. And it didn't always involve cutting the bottom off of a two liter, not for an aqua lung, <laughs> knifeys. Oh my God. You, um, you've read, you're one of the 10 people who've read, uh, the, the, the book I wrote, the clinic that's basically a Florida lifestyle it's surrounding like a methadone clinic and all kinds of shenanigans happen, but there's tons of little homages to our old school lifestyle. I don't know if you remember that, 
there's a scene where Danny's looking for for little roaches so he can roll from the smoke and he's like searching all he's searching on top of the cabinets and he goes in the kitchen and there's a uh, there's nothing there but there's like the burnt butter knife. You want to go ahead and explain that? that was I think was that a Florida thing? I can't. Um, I don't can't know many be. people that that used to do that. I don't know. It, it's kind of juvenile, so I don't think yeah, as an adult you really talk about it or see it. But uh, you you warm up two butter knives until they're like glowing red hot on the coils on of it. the of the range. And it's it's nice to have the the bottom cut off of a two liter. So you got a Mountain Dew two liter, and you cut the bottom off. Of course, there's no liquid in it. And uh, that is your uh, let's just put it this way: your sucking device. So your you funnel, can yeah. yeah you can fill that up and then take a big uh, inhale and get all your smoke. But it works a little different because you're not putting flame to any of your uh, high dollar. Uh, the word in, in in Florida used to be crypto. But, crippy, uh, yeah. yeah, crippy. But uh, uh, obviously, you guys call it all sorts of, you know, hydro or well, I don't know, whatever. You know what I mean? Back when, I don't know, it's, the good stuff. Yeah, but you know what's weird is nowadays, if you wanted to find like regular commercial brick weed, I don't, I don't even know where the hell I'd look. Like, I, isn't that bizarre? Listen, I got locked up in thirteen towards the end of two thousand thirteen, and. There, that shit was still around, though. Monica's favorite, uh, I wouldn't say favorite, but that was her go-to, was some, like, Mexican bricks that uh, she had always had a plug on. And uh, she'd keep that in there just for rollies. And then, you know, when it was nice, I'd go buy the I'd buy the, the nicer stuff. But that shit's still around. But probably, I mean, that was, what, seven, eight years ago. Probably gotten more scarce since then. But also the older you get the less plugged you in yeah. you are to that certain cultures and you know when mm-hmm. you know so that that could certainly have something to do with it but this so, is just for anyone wondering real quick oh no go ahead i'm sorry i'm cutting you up. yeah i just wanted to finish real quick so you you take the two uh red knives that are super hot balls hot well yeah and uh you you touch the little nugget to one it sticks right away to it and then you press the other hot metal to the other one and it Causes, yeah, it causes a smoke. You know, there's a stream of smoke that comes up. So you fill up the two liter, and then you take it a, a, a like an exhale, and then you know, big inhale, and you hit the two liter, and you get a, a knifey hit. Which I don't know if that burns different or if something happens, but it does seem like we always thought we got more high when we did that. I, it's probably all psychosomatic or something. You know, like probably you didn't know, happen. My thought process was the whole thing. This is when we mainly did them, when you only had so much weed, when you didn't have enough to roll a blunt or something, you know what I mean, or not even enough to fully fill a bowl out. What you would do is you would you would take them and roll little pebbles, and you'd have them lined boogers. up along the – Yeah, little boogers. You'd have them lined up along, uh, you know, the kitchen counter there or on the stove, and, you know, you could take what would normally be like – one hit for one person and give everyone a nicey or two nicey's and it'd be enough to get a little stone and watch a movie. And, uh, so that's when we, we used it. It was, it was mainly to do that. And you remember like the technique, like you, know, you could lose, you know, there was a technique to it because you tap the one, right. And then it makes it stick to the top knife. And then if you don't put it together, right, it only gets half and then the knife slip and then the, it's, it can be hectic. This is what I used to, I used to tap it. It would stick. I would lean the top knife at like a 45-degree angle so it, it could make contact with the bottom knife without touching the, the nug to it. And then once it was in the right place, I'd lay it all the way down and then the smoke 
comes up and uh, yeah, I forgot all about that. But there's a little reference to that in the story and yeah, that's the old school way of vaping and it is a way to get um to burn that shit up without getting any tobacco or paper or butane or match sulfur or anything out of it. So it would you could taste the, the weed better. <laughs> That's a uh, that's funny, and now we have vapes everywhere, like it ain't nothing. Goddamn fancy kids out there with your electronic devices and magic, fancy futuristic smoke techniques. It's Back in everybody. my day, we we used to burn our faces with butter knives, and everyone had their own pair of burnt butter knives. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. that there was like? Uh, oftentimes somebody that was the best at administering it. And oftentimes that was the guy that had the, the little bit, the shortage of weed. And he's like, you know, and everybody trusted him to, to, to quarterback the knives. Like, no, no, no. I don't want to fuck it up. You do it, bro. You're good at it. That was me. I was that guy. <laughs> that guy. I remember you, my brother, uh, one or two more from our upbringing. So do you want to get into yeah. some, um, I, I, shit, I don't have it on the board. Uh, we, I think we have some. Some viewer audio messages. Evidently, somebody didn't okay. tell Ladies Wear that he's, uh, well, that Ladies Wear is just being Ladies Wear, so he's doing his thing. Should, do we, uh, maybe I'm not. Yeah, did we ever talk on here? I know me and you have talked about how we were going to do this segment called uh, Filling, in the, Filling in the Blanks with Ladies Wear, where he has this great memory and he talks about, he reminds me of shit that I just have lost the time and, and holes in my brain and drug each whatever. And uh, we did a we did a really great version of this where I intro it off the top, real naturally comes off of this one story, and I'm just like the viewer. I'm like, oh, and then what did I do? And then what happened? And then who would it, you know? Didn't record it. Didn't at the end. It was like, oh, it wasn't recorded. All right, let's. So we do another. We do another. Fuck him. Yeah. Uh, we do another version, right? And then I don't want to do it because it's like, man, I don't like for you know. You, the viewers know when me and you do something we're like no 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 we don't want to ever imitate it because it comes up we do another one it comes it lands about you know 70% but it's done it's good it's the intro now we can start doing it uh, didn't record that one either um, and then I guess we did a third one at some point but by this time I'm like fuck you this is that we're never going to do this so just and the last time I called uh, you when he was you guys were doing a a, a Zoom thing and you had to tell me, like, hey, hey all right, take it easy on him. <laughs> I was shitting on him the whole time because, you, you know, we revert right back to our uh, social dynamics when I was younger. And, you know, <laughs> uh, that guy kind of made me laugh. That you were like, all right, well, let's come on. Leave him alone. I'm a fuck him. He's being dumb. Yeah, so, you uh, picking on him for shit that he doesn't, doesn't claim <laughs> to be good at. But what he is good at, and you're clowning him for being dumb— that guy uh, was every bit the junkie you ever were, and both you two were, uh, you know, if you if there's junkie medals of honor, you guys were uh, on the podium, and I was, uh, you know, I'm only finishing. And, oh. Well, yeah, you weren't near our, our level, but the, even him, he really outshone, he outshone, shone, shined me. He, you know, and, and this isn't the shit on him. This is to say, like, how hard he's, like, like let's not, let's not negate the depths he's done, like, he, I, he was homeless. You know what I mean? Oh, and I don't got, know. He's out of dumpsters. Like, he like, said yeah. cat food, uh, and he said it enough times. I think he's serious that he was really eating cat food. You know, he. Uh, I believe it. You know, for for years he was homeless, and and this happened afterwards. You know what I mean? I went down real fast, but then I 
I don't remember this well. I mean, my whole thing was I would like use a bunch, but then I I was in tango, I was involved in some sort of opioid maintenance for most of my time. You know what I mean? I was on going to the clinic, or I was. I, I think he actually like was living that life out there for for a while. But go ahead. Uh, you wanted to. I think you were going to send him a compliment. Well, I wasn't going to compliment him as much as I was going to trash you. Uh, he, oh. he, as you admit, <laughs> was, is, was a bigger junkie than, than all of us and homeless and eating cat food and, uh, searching through dumpsters and getting in trouble and shit because he's not allowed to be in the dumpster for the ninth time behind Luigi's or whatever the fuck. And he, you'll tell a story and it'll go on the podcast and it, and it won't be like something major, but like, uh, you were telling a story about like trails and this one guy going across the hallway and then you talk to ladies where he's like. He wasn't in a fucking hallway. He was in a street. And what Bobby forgot was, ba 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 And you and won't believe right. this. Holy shit, ba 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 And then, you know, I'm belly laughing, like, how the fuck yeah. did Bobby forget that? That would have made the story so much better. And he's like, yeah, I don't know how he doesn't remember that type of shit. And then I'm kind of like, a I, don't know. I don't know how he remembers it, though. Like, oh, oh man. whoa. It's, it's, it's to the point where he remembers old nicknames and, and not just big things. He'll remember big things. And as great as he is at remembering stuff, is how extraordinary his detail is. I'm equally as sad in the opposite direction. Like, I forget large. He's like, you remember when uh, you got into the fight, the guy was talking shit to the waitress at Denny's, and he said, no one's going to do anything. And then you guys got into a fight, and the party, and then, 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 and there he's like yeah how do you not and i'm like yeah i think i do remember remember that and uh so that kind of led us to want or yeah both me and him want to like that'd be a cool little segment kind of to make fun of how fried my brain is but how intact his is which kind of disproves the theory that oh you use a bunch of drugs your brain don't work because he can recall the smallest little details and it's fascinating yeah i like so he's got i can remember stuff because it sticks to the resin So let's go. The ladies wear has got a couple of... Uh, yeah, but forgive me. I don't know that if I'm on the right uh, soundboard. There we go. Idiot. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. That sounded like crickets. What about this Hello, one? Hello. This is Ladies Wear. This goes out to the 15-packing captain and... Oh, uh, I thought we did that one. Oh, Jesus. Hey, this is Mitch. I'm just calling to shed some light on my question. Uh, I thought it was a very valid question because you live in Florida. I, I didn't think you guys drove trucks there with wheels. I assumed you were in motorized grocery carts, uh, drinking <laughs> beer. Uh, can you respond quickly to this for me, please? Wow. Finally get to hear what Mitch's voice sounds like. Okay, I'm I'm quite like certain a... that was ladies' wear, uh, trying to what? bag it on Mitch. Uh, I, I, what? I, I don't have any proof, but I'm... Uh... Oh, come on. That was In my mind, that's exactly what Mitch sounds like. And it's, uh, you know, come on, that was Mitch. I don't want to do... Let me do... Is this... Hello, this is late. We just did that one. I'm uh, sick oh, no. of him already. Just sick of his voice already. Yeah, I don't... You can tell Jet, someone's Jet, redheaded Jet, yeah. by their All right, already. <laughs> Who's cock do I got to suck to get some air time here? 
I know I don't have a cool accent and I'm just a stupid American, but come on, please. I've sent in some real gems already and sat through hours of drab. Results to date? Shit. I like boats. I can wakeboard. Fuck. In all seriousness, keep it up, boys. Killer show, great info, and as always, good laughs. Now the plug in hopes the captain is too lazy or drunk to record his own, thus having to play mine. Notes from the pen, straight from the heart of the downtrodden, oppressed, and exploited human nation. Check them out on all media platforms. Order your t-shirt, Twitter, Spotify, Facebook, and so on. Call your local re- representatives and support prison reform. Better, Love you, boys. Catch you on the flip side. Ladies wear. <laughs> I love him. Oh, I love him. He pulls it out at the end. Uh, I'm sick of him. Don't need to talk to him for another six months now, though. Heard enough. Don't, don't you think I should clip the very end? Where he he go he starts off in like a like he's doing I guess a southern accent or something and and then he's like you know gets get you know gets back you to have one minute remaining and and then goes straight into uh who was it Rocco the funny man from uh, Boondock Saints catch you on the flip side yeah that what? is who that is how do you have three different personalities in one in one <laughs> in one tiny drop oh man. Oh, ladies, they're cat food eating, fucking fancy feast. See, that's what he should have been promoting, fancy feast. Fancy feast in uh, Purina. Yeah, when he says uh, wet cat food, you and I have a disagree. You you think wet, and I, I don't know if you can stomach wet cat food. Is that possible? Oh, I assume wet. But it seems like it'd be more expensive than, like, a can of tuna even. So, like, at that point, like, what, what, why? Why? Maybe he can do a 60-second drop explaining what his preferred brand was, and if it was wet or dry. Yeah, like did he pour kibble in milk, like cereal, or did you just like flop out the can of... uh... Thank you for using GTL. Hey! You. Uh, We were talking... I don't remember exactly. Oh, you need need to reset? We were... um... Making fun of uh, ladies' wear and his different, um, his different uh, mm. messages. Although yeah. uh, we love the participation, keep it up, ladies' wear. Thank you much. And I did find on the board. I do have one more, but let's not make it too much about him. And I should just warn you, Bobby, that uh, at at some point I may need to roll the window down. We were talking about smoking and oh, yeah, kind of damn it. it. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so I have another one. I I don't. I think. This next one comes from Ghost Gerbil. It's difficult to tell. Chep, chep, cheerio. Good morning, top of the morning to you, Bobby. Uh, got a question for you. Uh, as far as music, what kind of band or type of music do you prefer most? And uh, yes, uh, beyond the Constantine Wire, uh, we wish you all the best. Uh, God bless. And God save the queen. God uh, save the queen. Uh, yeah, so uh, I this uh, this is I, I hate this fucking question. I get asked this uh, maybe more than uh, like this is top three questions I get asked about Bobby. And it's, you know, what did what I wish I, someone would have asked this already because I, I don't not, not so I could. Maybe, maybe, maybe it no. goes back to the narcissist. That's exactly why I don't like it because it's going to do nothing but let him flex and exercise his narcissistic trait. Because no, it's funny. I think, 
that uh, whatever type of music he listens to, which we all think of our own music is, you know, personal, so it must it must be important to us. So therefore, it must be important. Which I kind of stand on the side of, yeah, that's hogwash. Every everybody thinks that. Everybody thinks their music is somehow. Oh, all right. Better. Well, first of all, that's not even okay. So I think you might be wrong about the reason I would want to talk about it. I would want to talk about it because I wouldn't want to be painted in a. a like pigeonholed into like oh he listens to hip hop or he listens to, you know what I mean so do okay um, so the, real quick uh, one of the I've been Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers <laughs> oh wait 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 wait, wait. I had I got one more uh, well the, these are like genuine people are like I picture him listening to the B fifty twos I'm not I'm not okay lying. yeah yeah I could okay and I'm just wow that is mind, interesting I'm to like, see what people would guess right right in my mind I'm like well I don't think Bobby would hate. Tom Petty or hate the B-52s, but... I love Tom Petty. Yeah, Great but, hits. Shitty drummer, but good. It just hits, yeah. Yeah. So, uh... B-52... B-52 is a little indie, like, edgy, weirdo type shit. Um, this is... I, I think there's some people... Uh, a few that I really like, too. Doug's one of them, and I think you're kind of one of them. Now, maybe not as extreme as Doug. Doug doesn't really like music, which is nuts to me. Like, it's such a... It's so, um, and not to be like, hey, my life is music. I can't, I can kind of play guitar. I'm not, I can't sing for shit. I don't have one of those things where I can, Jen, uh, Jen was like, I bet you could just play by ear. No, I can't. Anything I can play, I've had to force myself and I am mediocre at best. And that's even like giving me a lot of credit, but I love music. And there's some people that don't. I feel like it's not really your shit. Like you're not really passionate about music. There's some things you like and some you don't, but. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely right. I'm not, uh, not. That's not to say that I haven't been to shows or in mosh pits and not had fun, uh, you know, listening to music or I can't get stoned and, you know, listen to music and bob my head. And But typically, if I'm going to listen to something, I typically listen to podcasts or some sort of, I, I don't know, something where I can, like, learn something or just let my monkey brain go wild, where as opposed to listening to something musical where that seems to hit another nerve or vein. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this could be the, the yeah, some people just aren't, it's hard for me to uh, relate to people who aren't like, it's my, sh- I am a lot of people think I love music. I absolutely love music. And I love music enough to where uh, in here, you get a lot of people who only listen to one kind of music. They claim to really love music, but they only listen to one kind of one genre. And I, I say that's like saying you're a foodie or being a food critic. You love food, but you only eat Mexican food. You don't, you don't, eat, you don't try Italian or Greek or continental or a. You only eat Mexican food, and you're like, I'm the biggest food critic. It's like, but you only. Li-. So I, I like all kinds of music. I grew up originally. My mom was into, into like, she was around for the original punk scene. Like, she had pictures with the Ramones at her house, and she knew, she met and partied with Patti Smith before. Wait a minute, and, I didn't know this. Uh, Mama C was yeah. punk? Yeah. Have you, seen a picture of, have you seen a picture of her lately with her haircut? Yeah, yeah, with the short little hair. Yeah, yeah, I have had a visit. <laughs> she's so awesome, yeah. Yeah, she's a, she got tattoos, she's got a bunch of tattoos and shit. But mom was uh, a you know, with the MC5, and she stayed in the Chelsea Hotel. She's seen she's seen Sid Vicious and Nancy before. She's watched this. She's just been around. But B52 
because she was mom, I wasn't ever really in, you're not going to be into what your mom's into. So I get, I was, um, into hip hop growing up, you know, um, ghetto boys and, and, you know, MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice when I was big, real young, but you know, another bad creation. I don't know if you remember that ABC, the little, uh, I little do. kid rappers. Yeah, I shit. do remember that. Yeah. When I was young. And then it went to Tupac it was like, I think my first tape I ever got was a Tupac single. Um, I get around. And then, you know, Dr. Dre and all that. So it was into gangster rap and stuff for a while. But then when we moved out to Palm Bay, linked up with some uh, some kid, some punk rock kids, you know, and really started going to punk shows and got really, those are my two favorite genres are hip-hop and punk. And and punk rock shit is, is special to me because there's a, in order to like be into that music, you have to go to shows. That's part of it is actually going to watch bands and we used to go all the time we just go to the hustler sports page all of our friends Corey and all them were in bands Greg was in a band and uh, we we're would go to the house stage. of blues we were naked on stage created a rift between Kevin's band um, but you know you remember downtown Disney too uh, house of blues was there that's my favorite venue to catch we they, we'd watch punk bands and hip hop they, they play everything there but that's a perfect venue because they're not yet in arenas or if they were in arenas, they're on the downslope of their career. And it's like a smaller venue. And then we had the Hard Rock Live there. So, but since then, since those being the two main ones, and I and I got into all kinds like underground East Coast hip-hop and Cage and Idea and Ability, like a bunch of obscure shit. Same with punk music. I like a lot of the Chicago punk bands. Um, and then later discovered the Ramones and the Sex Pistols and, and Iggy Pop and going, oh, my mom used to like this shit. And, you know, the punk kids I was hanging out with were like, I was like, hey, she knows, I got, she's got pictures with this, these, these guys. They're like, what the fuck? And, uh, yeah, so, but then it, it just branched out to, I got, like, on my old play, I got a couple Taylor Swift songs and shit. Like, any, I have no guilty pleasures anymore with music. If I like it, I fucking like it. I got like one Justin Bieber song on my old player. Wait, wait, I got wait, one wait, wait, wait. Okay, so these are very these are super interesting to me, and I wouldn't be able to name any of them. I don't think. But what's the Bieber song? It's called "Love Yourself." And it was written by um, what's the redheaded, the ginger British guy's name? Um, oh, Sam or uh, the one with the real pretty voice. Got curly, spread hair, tattoos. She writes all his um. I don't know. You know I am a name, but I'm drawing a... Everyone's going to be shouting his, his name out. He's just real popular. Um, so, yeah, so I got Love Yourself, and I got the, the Taylor... I actually, on my new tablet, I got a couple Taylor Swift songs off the Folklore album she's got. Because I got into, like, Bluegrass um, and, like, folksy, like, folk Bright Eyes. I love Bright Eyes, which I dated this girl who, like, turned me on to, like, more, like, the indie-type music. Um, I like the Pixies a lot. That was like her type stuff. Um, the swarthy one just checked in with me. He's like, Jen, you're talking? No, I'm not. Um, and, you know, and then there's like that. Those are like the people who listen to B-52s, the more indie style shit. Rilo Kylie, Postal Service. Uh, so I, I listen to all kinds. I mean, when people ask to borrow my player, I'm like, all right, it's, not, it's got a bunch of different shit. And one of two things happen. And 90% of the time, they hand it back and go, man, you listen to weird shit, man. And they don't like it. Right? They listen to like the old Tupac I have and shit on there. And I even listen to some newer rap, like the Baby, Little Baby, a lot of babies. Uh, Mac Miller, I like Mac Miller a lot. Or the other smaller percentage, and this is where me and uh, the Swarthy one bonded. They'll go, oh shit, you have no effects on there, and Operation Ivy, and 
outgoing trio. And and I was so surprised that uh, the Swarthy one knew a lot about punk rock music and specifically a lot of the obscure bands I like. And, um, so yeah, I listen to all kinds. But punk and hip hop are my my mainstays. But I also like I I just got a a Van Morrison song. I'm like that. Yeah, Lady Gaga too. Lady Gaga shit. So I jump all over the what's place. What's a what's a I Van Morrison used, used song to, that I would know? Doesn't isn't there a famous Van Brown Morrison? Brown Eyed Girl? Uh, that's what I thought it was, but I thought, oh, okay, Freddie, you're so stupid about music. If you if you even say that, you're going to get laughed out the building. No, that's that's. Uh, I mean, I do like Tom Petty and the Heart uh, the Heartbreakers, and uh, you know, I uh, I've been getting into more like David Bowie, and um, I even got some Rolling Stones on there. Um, Lou Reed and the Velvet Underground. I like some of that more like 70s, 80s indie obscure shit that kind of blends a lot. Anyways, yeah, I could do whole episodes talking about music. And that's one of the things I miss the most about being in the world is going to live shows. And Monica hadn't been to a bunch of live shows, but she dove right in and really started liking, not in a way to support me, but genuinely started liking punk music and so she would start booking like we're going to riot fest in chicago i got the hotel and the, and we'd go and, we, and that was really cool man uh, some of my best memories like right before everything happened uh, me and her being at watching the lawrence arms in chicago and she's standing in front of me and i got my arms over her you know she's kind of holding them like i'm a backpack on her and she's singing the songs that she now knows from listening to my old cds and I miss that a lot going to going to live shows and stuff on Saturday nights on PBS. They have Austin City Limits where people play live shows, and I watch them. I'm just like, man, I can't wait until I get out and I get to go see live music. Billy Irish, I like Billy Irish a lot too. So yeah, so I'm all over the place. You, you, know, you know what's something that I, main one. Uh, by the way, uh, the, the whole world misses shows. I mean, there's not a whole lot of shows going on that I'm aware of. Because yeah. of the current circumstances, so that there is a whole like uh, sect of people of young people, and not just young people, but you know th- you do that shit more when you're young. Uh, that yeah, I'm sure misses that type of shit. But hey, can we can we just broach the subject real quick? Uh, yeah, we've got like three minutes left, uh, maybe two minutes left. Uh, it seems like you and I oddly differ on our hip hop choices, uh, and in the I, and you're very eclectic with this type of stuff, and I'm like not. Like, okay, uh, I grew up listening to, uh, I listened to hip-hop when I was young, but when I was, like, real young, I listened to country music. And then somewhere around the Toby Keith era, I was like, ooh, I this is, they're, they're tricking people. They're, they're, when Toby Keith started writing his own shit, uh, and and he had these these, you know, how do you like me now, and just, like, just these different songs. I ain't as good as I once was. Yeah, well, and it was just like like. Pandering. I think I like that song. That's kind of my only song that I like. Yeah, that <laughs> one isn't terrible, but they do seem to all like pander to a specific genre Rush that wrong. doesn't. Yeah, and they don't get it that they're being whatever. I, I don't hate any of those people, but uh, yeah, that wasn't for me. So I found myself, uh, you know, it was early '90s, so you know, Nirvana, Alice in Chains, blah blah blah, but. While that was going on, uh, I think one of my very first tapes, my first tape was definitely Def Leppard. I think I was Public 12. Enemy. Oh. Yes, and Public Enemy was then like the next six months later or something, uh, Fear of a Black Planet. 
And that, that you know, growing up as a, a white kid and then hearing all the this stuff that I've never had to think about before, and I'm like, God damn. And that, I think, kind of, I feel like that is built a little military. You have one minute remaining. All right, but who cares about Freddie? What I w- really wanted to get at is you seem to uh, really hone in closer to uh, great lyricists. And for whatever yeah. reason, I'm like, I don't give a, I like Gucci Mane. Like, I don't give a fuck if you're mumbling. If the beat makes my head bob, that's what I want. If you yeah. say words fast and, and cool, well, great. Like, okay, I guess, whatever. <laughs> but I want my head to Mumble bob. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah, you, you kind of, uh, I'm going to hit you back one more time. We'll wrap this up. But uh, you kind of uh, made some references when we were deciding on what music to use. You were talking about the low life future beat and stuff that I was kind of surprised. I'm like, oh, he's out there listening to some trap music and shit. I can appreciate, like, my favorite shit is, like, people who are saying something that means something. But I also really liked Master P and fucking the, the No Limit shit and Cash Money stuff. Um, I know what those those songs and that music is for. Thank you for using GTL. But, yeah, um, the great thing about music is there's a, I think there's a time, place, and situation for that, for almost any genre of music. And so I, I understand, like, I laugh at the lyrics, like, the old shit Master P was saying, because it's so fucking ridiculous and so unskilled. <laughs> but there's that moment where sometimes I want to listen to ignorant fucking rap. You know what I mean? The the one genre I don't really, never been into is, like, techno. And people say, well, but have you listened to uh, house music, though? Well, you'll probably like Jungle or Drum and Bass. I don't like any of it. It's not my shit. Um, the closest thing is... Uh, there's some dubstep-ish things that I could see being appropriate at certain times, but I like lyrics with my stuff. But I can totally, I totally respect your uh, your vibe on some of some of that stuff. Some of the newer stuff, uh, hip hop is is a mumble rap. Yeah, and, and I, I, I even a lot of people, uh, a lot of people that I would run into that are in your camp are like, you know, that's fucking stupid, blah blah blah. And I'm like, that eh, makes my head yeah. bob. What do you want? I'm sorry. Well, well, I don't. There was one of the things I've gotten better at as I've gotten older is I let go of that. I did. This is where the uh, me and the swarthy one get into it because he's still this guy. Um, he he has a certain. He's given himself this definition of who he is and what he likes, and then we'll just shit on everything else. And he's more important than listening to a song and giving it a chance. He's the guy. And I used to very much be the guy that's like, yeah, well, I don't really listen to shit like that, man. I'm more into like, and then you go a list, a bunch of fucking obscure music, and you're like, I'm better than you. I don't know. Like, I'm not like that. I I said one of the big revelations was I don't have any more guilty pleasures when it comes to music. I don't feel guilty about it. If I like it, I got five Lady Gaga songs. They're all from A Star Is Born, which is like her country type stuff. And I even got... I think this kind of surprised you since we reconnected. I even got a lot of country on my shit. I like that old George Jones uh, and, um, you know, obviously like Johnny Cash and all that outlaw country and stuff. But even some like newer stuff like Midland, I just, uh, that's one of the things that I still have access to for the most part is music. And I don't limit myself and I don't have like, I don't shit on someone like that's ignorant rap. There's no, there's a time and place for ignorant rap, and I appreciate that there's a time and place for it. You know what I mean? Which wasn't me back in the day. You'll probably 
would, wouldn't be surprised to know that I was the guy that said, oh, you listen to that? Well, if you really knew about anything, you would realize that Blink-182, they're sellouts, and you want to really be listening to 15 and whatever. You know what I mean? I don't do that shit. Oh, you know, you were, you were a bit of a diva about that type of stuff. Uh, but but you were young when we're when we're young and yeah. still trying to figure out our ID and our our ego and all that you know the, you hold stuff fast tight to the chest that once you grow up a little bit you're like why why am I holding that so close to the chest like who gives a fuck nobody cares but that, I, I, I that, will and yet I don't want to listen to hip hop that doesn't come out of Atlanta so uh, you know I'm a <laughs> I'm a bit of an idiot as well. Let me ask you this though: Do you um, do you listen to Juice World? He's one of my favorite. He's I'm passed away recently, but he's out of Atlanta. But he's got his own unique. He's kind of emo with the shit he talks about. He's all sad and depressed and an addict and popping pills and all that stuff. No, I, I haven't. He hasn't came onto my radar. And uh, usually, and this is uh, I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit this, but uh, warts and all, uh, I. Oh, this is this is is going to come. Come out on, let's it's come not. with it. Let's okay. hear it. So typically, I date women that are younger than me, and mm-hmm. one of the advantages of this is to stay young, <laughs> to stay current, to stay you know to stay what's up, to see what's still going on. So when you're dating someone younger, they also yeah. know the music better, the or at least better than I do. And I say that I could be, I could be, you know, there could be. Uh, uh, a fifty-year-old that I would I may date that may know more than about, about current music than I would ever dream of. You know what I mean? But it just seems like yeah. the younger generation knows music better, so I get introduced to it. And I, you know what? Uh, maybe I need to start. Um, maybe you know what? It's, you, it's dick pill time, so I can find out who this. What is it? Juice <laughs> World. Juice World. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Um, you know, I, I I already like the reference. You might have heard that I also date women younger than me and then I've broken all new an all new personal record by dating a 23 year old who loves music by the way and she leans on me for like the newer hip hop stuff like I introduced her to Juice World and like the baby little baby uh, like some of that stuff um, and she ironically listens to like some, some older stuff but on like the folksy side she introduced me to Phoebe Bridgers who I just got some of her stuff, who's like more folk, like super emotional type, sad stuff. And then we... 3% we, of our audience that's one of, talking about, and I'm not that, one of That's one of, that's one of, I think she won a Grammy kind of recently, or up or something. But that's one of our common grounds where we can, uh, we can link up. And if she says, like, you would love this, like she did with Phoebe Bridgers, I was like, oh, okay, I gotta go listen to it, because we're similar enough. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. So I, I know what you mean by trying to keep up on, on that. And then I'll put her hip to like one of my favorite lyricists ever is Bright Eyes. Connor Obers is in Bright Eyes. Go check that out. And then that's interesting to me that you said people ask that because I always wondered because I always wonder that about people. I wonder what kind of music they listen to, and no one's ever asked that. And I was thinking about that recently. Like no one's ever asked that. I wonder what people would assume about me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that it's. I, you know, I know it's kind of dickish, but it's it's a question that I'm like, yeah, we're not asking them that. I don't need to hear uh, 57 <laughs> bands I've never heard of, or I, maybe I've heard of, but I've never listened to, and I don't care to listen to it. Yeah, uh, this I, I yeah. give a fuck. I'm not giving him. I'm not bringing this soapbox for him. <laughs> he can build his own. <laughs> That's kind of, yeah, but uh, if he wants to stand on it. 
But this uh, unnamed, clearly British gentleman that uh, wanted to leave the, the have, you know, take the time to leave a voice message, an audio message, then uh, I feel like we had to play it. He he wasn't Irish, was he? So, so, oh, you mean the? Um, That's how this topic uh, got brought up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I believe it was Ghost Gerbil's um, little brother, um, Phantasm Hamster. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Spirit Hamster. Uh, uh, don't. Uh, hey, it's Gerbils. Uh, hamsters are a lesser <laughs> creature and not worthy. So yeah, so the, the beautifully uh, delivered British act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. I listen to I listen to a little bit of everything minus techno, but my two main things are probably punk rock music and, uh, and hip hop. Yeah, and I think I shared punk that. Rock. I don't. It's hard for me to get into the, the whole techno thing as well. But uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't hate you if you're into it. Uh, I, I just. It's hard it, for me it, to. It seems like that could be in your wheelhouse because it's not lyric heavy and it's just rhythm. I just don't like the rhythm and shit. Man. Yeah. And I think there's a thing, you remember when the rave scene was real big in Florida? Like that whole scene annoyed me. Like the pacifiers and the gen guy. It just was too much for me. I didn't like it. <laughs> Alright. Okay. I didn't like it. It was annoying. Like shut up with the damn neon pacifier. Get, get away from me. What about like the glow sticks? Those were kind of fun. Oh, corny as hell. I just didn't like it. Oh, you don't I was like drugs like, all of a sudden? You're... You don't like drugs? So you, no, you I did like that. And I was, <laughs> but I was, I never got big on that. But when I did, I used to say this. I probably, I sold more ecstasy than I ever did. But I, I've done it a couple of times. And I used to say, why would it make me like a different style of music? And I remember the couple of times I did, I would listen to Outkast. I would eat X and listen to Outkast. Because they got kind of trippy-ish beats and stuff, you know? Oh no, Outcast would be good to listen to on that. Or you know, yeah. when I need some Outcast in my life. Or that. Wait a minute. Yeah, I, uh, they're from Atlanta. Okay, it checks out. Yeah, I got a. Uh, those are some of the main. It's a big deal when I buy a full album on the kiosk instead of just individual songs because you know they're seven to fifteen to twenty dollars, and that's damn near half my monthly income. And I can't. You can't subvert that, but that's come right off your account. So I have uh, the AT Aliens album. By them, um, their original one, their their first album, uh, their second and their third album. Oh, you have multiple Outcasts out. Like, so let, let's ask yeah, about yeah. this uh, this genre that I seem that of course I gravitated to a little bit, and I'm sure you did as well. What about the Rage Against the Machine type of a uh, genre? Yeah, they're good. Um, they're like in their own little genre. They say the, the legend is that they got signed their first show. You know, they've got a. I've got a couple rage against the machine rage songs on my old player. Um, you know, we were definitely into the political stuff, and they were uh, old Zach Taylor was out there. He does uh, hip hop almost exclusively now, and the other guys, Tom, they got together with um, Chuck D actually. And oh, you know about like, this. Okay, yeah. What do they call Tom, called Tom Morello, Chuck D, and the dude from Cypress Hill. Be Real, I think. Be Real? Yeah. yeah. Be Real. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, what I never got into is really, like, the grunge stuff either. I never really liked grunge or hair metal, which you kind of mentioned. But other than that, man, I, I, what I, the fuck like is I said, I think there's... Jesus. 
Profits of Rage? They had some play on Rage. Profits of Rage, yep. Okay. I still get Rolling Stone magazine. That's one of the subscriptions I get, so I get to keep up with, with uh, music that way, too. Mm, flex. The biggest streams, like nine out of the ten most streamed uh, songs are, uh, of this year are hit rap. And it's Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Baby, The Baby, uh, uh, Juice World. Megan Thee Stallion, even Eminem has a, a murder to be music. A music to be murdered by is actually got to be some Cardi B. Uh, yeah, she has the WAP song with Megan Thee Stallion, but she's kind of a couple. She's like two years ago, a year ago, mm. with popularity. She she tied her shit to with that single WAP, what a vagina. I thought she <laughs> was that. super popular before that, but that did seem to resonate and even like go across genre, not even genres, but like types of people all right you know what this is no longer about prison who gives a fuck yeah. are you ready to get out of here yeah 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 Where pussy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah i'm ready to get oh, out that seems kind of loud speaking of outdated to learn more about bobby and prison reform go to notes from the pen.com this has been another Notes from the Pen production. And we are... Wait. Oh, wait. wait, Bobby, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if you wanted to end it with this, but one more Ladies Wear. Hello, this is Ladies Wear. This goes out to the 15 Packin' Captain and the Prison Industrial Complex's native son. I just called to say I love what you're doing, and you two are lucky I don't believe in rape, because if I did, I'd rape you. <laughs> What the <laughs> fuck is that? I believe in it, like it, whether it exists or not. It Santa definitely Claus. exists. <laughs> You're lucky. I don't think it exists. <laughs> but if I did, what? I good luck getting to me, bud. <laughs> Stand in line. Good luck. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we now he can't really complain as much. We love him. We do love him, and we love all the pets out there. Um, all right, well, we got this in the can. I don't, I usually that Midwestern shit I just can. We got this in the can because, uh, mean uh, in our can, in our can. Um, but there's still up in the air whether, uh, you know, they did this whole scabies thing and then everyone had to get rid of all their extra blankets and maybe a blanket was taken from my cell during a shakedown, and I don't know if there's going to be a contraband removal ticket, and there could be two or three days of LOP coming up. So we wanted to get this out there, and I feel better having it. You have one minute remaining. Hopefully you don't have too much editing to do. Hopefully that getting that first uh, phone call one on to the board won't. Uh, yeah, well, let's, let's address the issue here. I think you're going a little bit in too hard, bud. You got LOP because you had an extra blanket. Uh, I'm starting to worry about you. I know. Don't tell Joe. He's gonna really judge me. Oh, I'm I'm calling Joe immediately, or I'll drop it off to. I'll, Have you talked to him? I'll text his mom, Mama Kim. I haven't. How's he doing? Did you talk to him? Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Well, uh, if I check in with you tomorrow, I'll still be uh living that living the free life. All right. And I'll leave you alone so you can get some shit done. I love you, kid. And I'm I'm glad we cleared some of that shit up in a way that is actually real and not just us going, well, we agree to disagree. Yeah, well, that, that's what we do. That's what I'm here for. All right, bro.
Hi, dog. And uh, have mom send you that picture of the shirt when she gets it today. I'm excited to check it out. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. See you.